Okay, so to recap, last time uh, y'all had uh, a bit of a a bit of an adventure finding uh, the source of the headaches uh, that have been plaguing the psychically inclined residents of the ten towns. Uh, you discovered that they were being caused by actual actual fucking whole ass aliens. Uh, no no cap. Um, and or no cat. Is it no cap or cap? No cap. I think is, it's cap. No cap is lying. No cap is telling the truth. Yes. Is that what that means? Yes. When people say on t- the TikTok, they say factor cap. I don't know what cap means, but I have to assume based on the context, it means lie. Um. Yeah. I have a feeling it's AAV. I I feel more more and more left behind by the youth lingo every day. Like every, with every passing every passing week, I form feel more like a millennial and less like a Gen Z. <laughs> That's tragic for you, Z. I mean, like I am Gen Z, like without a doubt in in any sense of the word. But I'm mostly Zed. I'm mostly just tired. Shut the fuck up, Alexandra. <laughs> it's an objectively superior pronunciation of the, that letter. Z. Anyway. I mean, Z rhymes with B, P, D, C. If I had BPD, that would have been a great, a great time to make a BPD (laughs) joke, but you know. Um, All right, back on, uh, tangent ended. Back (laughs) on my bullshit. Um, Yes, so uh, the aliens turned turned out to be perfectly nice folks um, who, uh, you know, were were nice uh nice uh how um uh you know gave y'all uh shelter from the cold and uh offered you some admittedly poor snacks and uh helped uh deactivate the beacon uh, in exchange for a um reluctantly given psi crystal that uh Chilpok basically bullied Furpit into giving up um and on your way out, uh, y'all were struck by a supernaturally intense blizzard, and each were separated from the group, uh, from the rest of the group, and knocked unconscious. So, um, Therken, we are going to start with you, and I've already made this joke in my other two sessions, but for your, your benefit, Eric, uh, I'm going to start off by... <laughs> uh, using my best hack writer skills to shoehorn in a couple flashbacks. Um, we love. <laughs> whenever you you say being knocked unconscious causes horrible brain damage, I say it's a great time for character development. <laughs> yes. It's like the running joke with um, Call of Duty games where like at the end of every other mission, you'll inevitably get knocked unconscious because it's just easier to transition you to the next level that way. <laughs> and like... It would have ju- like you would not be able to walk after sustaining that many blows, traumatic blows to the head. Speaking as someone who's suffered a mild traumatic blow to the head, it's not fun. <laughs> who needs who needs continuity when you're not awake for it? Exactly. You can just be like, ah, you're in the Middle East now. Go shoot those, you know, Arabs. I don't know. I've I've only played one Call of Duty game. I think that, I mm-hmm. think that's most of what they're like. I've only played it when my friends forced me to, and I was really bad at it. Mm. Okay, so there, Ken, we are going to start with you. 
uh, you open your eyes and have absolutely no idea where you are. A thick haze surrounds you, clouding your vision. Sounds of screaming, roaring, and pitched battle surround you, overwhelming you. It's all you can do to keep it together. Then a thick claw wraps around you and you are lifted up, up into the dark heavens above. Then there's the sound of a pained roar. The claw spasms and you are falling down, down, down. You impact a snowbank with a painful thunk, rolling a short ways before coming to a stop. What do you do? Uh, uh, I, I very, um, shakingly, uh, stand up and look around, um, and see if there's, you know, any kind of tree or shelter I can get to. Uh, as you would try to move, you find yourself completely immobile, uh, but for your, your eyes. And you can kind of scan with your eyes, and it very much, like, while, while the, the surroundings are very, you know, snow-covered, um, you are quite further up than anywhere you've been in the dale. Uh, you, the, 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 you know... It is night, so you can't see exactly where you are. But um, the uh, the the terrain around you kind of just disappears into blackness, kind of indicating that you are very far uh, above ground. Tolbert here. Uh, you hear the soft crunch of snow as a humanoid, silhouetted in shadow, approaches. It reaches down, grabbing your hand and squeezing it hard. Then you wake up, surrounded by the pitched winds of the blizzard, uh, and feel uh, the sharp, uh, 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 sharp, uh, you know, kind of tight pain as Nas is squeezing your hand really tightly. Uh, to, to kind of jolt you awake. Are you... Oh, are you... Oh, are you... Are you okay? <sighs> no, I... Oh. And you I... are... You are... To clarify, that was very much a dream. You are able to move. You are yeah. fine at this point. Okay. Uh, uh, I... I very, you know slowly um, sit up as I realize that I am not dreaming anymore. And I it's just a bad dream. I thank you for waking me up. Do, do you know where we are? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I mean, granted, you you can't really you don't really know more than I do, but yeah. Um, to tell you the truth, I was kind of checked out. Uh, I, um, I, I, you know, thought you were just kind of 
you know, traveling normally, and I didn't think I had to pay that no, close no, no, attention. No, 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 you... <laughs> It's all right. We'll... We'll find... Find something. Um, I... Um, can I look around and... I, I, I obviously don't recognize where I am right now. Yeah, so the um, blizzard is so... Um, the visibility is extremely low. Like, you can see about 10 feet in any direction. Um, and you see absolutely no sign of anyone else, anything else. You're just kind of alone. This is... ideal. Um... <laughs> It's all I can see, just basically, well, it's, it's dark, so not a whiteout, but basically a whiteout. Basically a whiteout, yes. I guess the... And I obviously can't see where I came, because the snow is coming down so far, Correct. so loud I can't... Yeah, yeah, um... Based on, like, how your head is feeling, uh you would guess that you hit the ground pretty hard. And from what you can remember before this happened, it almost, like, it wasn't like the dog sled hit a bump and you fell out. Like, you were picked up and thrown. I guess the only way out is to pick a direction and go. So I... Pick a direction and go. Alright. And while you are picking a direction and going, Chillpock. Yes. You open your eyes and know exactly where you are. These black stone walls feel like home, though not in any kind of welcoming way. You have been in this circular laboratory room so many times before, though this time you feel quite different. Other than your head, you are perfectly motionless, sitting atop one of the counters. In the room with you, sitting against the wall, is the same Dwergar from your previous vision. Only now you can remember what actually happened. You can remember how you were powerless to stop the orc from beating this Dwergar over the spilled potion. You see the results now, the, bruised, the bruises and bleeding on the Dwergar's face. He stopped sobbing long ago and has been just sitting motionless for some time. What do you do? I think I stay quiet for a bit. Uh, and... and I, yep, sorry, please yeah. continue. No, uh... And then eventually I, like, pipe up real quiet and just be like, Hey, you Okay. And, uh, this, this Dwergar jumps out of his skin, uh, his, his head darting around, uh, and, uh, why don't you give me, give me an insight check. Ooh, 18. Yes, you recognize the kind of, he, like, he flinches kind of like like this, putting his arms in front of his face, and you very much recognize why he would do that. Mm -hmm. um, and after a, a few moments of, of heavy breathing, he, he 
pipes up very softly. Who... Who is that? Where... Where are you? Oh, over here. And can I, like, do a little wiggle? Yep. And his, uh, his head turns to you and cocks to one side. You... You can... You can talk? Yeah. Uh, and he he very shakily gets to his feet and kind of comes up and peers at you and it's a very uncomfortable feeling. Very, mm-hmm. very revealing. Um, yeah. I... I did not know you could talk. This is... I, I, I should, I, I should, I should not be talking to you. He will get angry. Uh, and he kind of very hurriedly uh, pu- pulls out a broom and begins to to sweep up the broken glass uh, from the potion uh, he had dropped. I just stay quiet. Uh, and after. Um, a uh, a few uh, a few moments of, of uh, kind of quiet and him sweeping up the uh, the rest of the glass. Uh, he says, "What should I? What should I call you? It is." It is rude to not address someone by their their name. Uh, call me Chilpak. I. Okay. people to speak to Chilpak? No. Most of the people who come through here barely spare me a second glance. This is true of me as well. No one has ever asked if I was okay before. I do not know how to express how that makes me feel. But it is good, I think. I just, like, nod, I guess. As best I can with my limited motion. Would you... I must... I must go now. I have already made 
them angry, but would you like to talk again sometime? I'd like that a lot. I I wish I could reciprocate your kindness, but uh, we are not uh, allowed names. So whatever you would like to call me is okay. It will be kinder than what I have been called in the past, I am, I am sure. I just stay quiet. And he leaves. And you awaken with an absolute pounding headache. Yep. Um, which you can, which is partially due to what you just what you just went through mm-hmm. and also partially due to the decent crack in the wall behind you um, and you find yourself also with a now with a limited range of motion which may have uh, you know led to that being the case in your dream as you are in a narrow crevice about oh. three foot wide and your leg should not be pointing that way. Oh. Uh, you're about, like, I want to say, like, 20 feet down. So. Oh. Yeah. You're you're in a pretty gnarly way. Um, so, oh. Yeah. Uh, what What is the game plan? What do you What do you do? I'm I am I imagine after groaning in pain at the very least. Yeah. Um. I think I would try to like stand up to little success. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Um. And you, intense pain. Yeah. You also have sustained thirteen uh, bludgeoning damage. Oof. Ow. Oof, ouch, owie, my bones. So then... Realizing movement is not an option, I think I start yelling. Okay. And uh, as he does, Therkin, you hear this yelling uh, from from some ways off and can, can recognize it well enough, I'd say. Um... To recognize it as Chilpak. Uh, what do you do? Mm. Hello? I... Well, another person, maybe, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking, maybe if we have two of us, we'll weather the storm better than if I'm here alone. So I gingerly and carefully walk towards um, the sound while um, keeping my staff on guard in case 
Well, I so I'd say I'd say you can recognize that this is Chilpak. Yeah. Like I, I I think you can definitely understand. And yeah, so Chilpak, you catch sight of Tharkin uh, above your uh, uh, kind of peering into the crevice. Oh, Tharkin. Can you... Um... Am I capable of getting down into that crevice? Um... I don't think it's impossible. I, I don't I'm think it's... I'm not very strong. Yeah, I don't think it's... It's it's also not impossible that you will slip and fall. Yeah. And so, then getting back out also is a struggle. Yes. Yeah, so I, I don't know what your resources currently look like. Yeah, I... Um, I do not have any rope or anything that will help me get out. <laughs> that, that'll help you know, me hoist Chilpak out. So. I do, but I'm down here. <laughs> I mean, you're you're a pretty beefy boy. I'd say that, like, if you took one end of a rope and hurled uh-huh. it up to Tharkin over and over, it's not infeasible that you would eventually okay. get it. Then, yeah, I'll, I'll pull out my 50 feet of rope and I'll, like... I don't know, like, coil it up so it's got more weight on that end, and then try to sling it. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah, the, you know, with, with unlimited time, Therkin will catch, will inevitably catch the rope. <laughs> the, the limit as X goes to infinity is 100%. Um, that's probably not how limits work. I don't remember math. That, 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 that is how limits work. I was trying to puzzle out in my head yesterday how <laughs> multiplying two-digit numbers works. Like, with the one on the top and, like, shit like that. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, good. I've officially regressed behind <laughs> middle school. Thanks, unemployment. I mean, that's why we have calculators. This is exactly true. I don't do multiplication by hand anymore. Ugh. I mean, I don't do it by hand, I do it by head. That's why I decided yeah. to rot my brain with cartoons and sugar. <laughs> um, don't do drugs, kids. Only do weed. Wait, oh, <laughs> oh, God, we're so close. Dogecoin is going to hit 69 cents soon. Ooh, Very sexy. Yes. I'm also convinced that it's going to hit 69 cents and then immediately crash. Like, not too far, but by a couple, because a bunch of people are definitely waiting for it to hit 69 cents, and then they're going to sell. Editor's note, Dogecoin is currently at 17 cents. But yeah, so now you have the rope. The question is what you do with it, Therakin. Um, I, I obviously can't see any tree to secure it to, so no. Chilpuck can hoist his way out. <laughs> um, Are you just trying, you're just gonna be like the anchor? <laughs> yeah, I I mean I am obviously yeah I'm obviously not strong enough to pull him out. I, I, I'm I'm moderately strong, but not terribly. I mean I I, I could try. <laughs> How much did I say I weigh? Um. I mean, I'd say you're probably somewhere in the 200-pound range. Especially if yeah. you have armor on. You're a hefty that's, lad. That's fair. That's fair. My armor itself is, what, like 83 pounds or something? And I, I would say with your, pounds, your what? You have 18, 18 strength? 17. 17. Let me r- remind myself how carrying capacity is calculated. 
I mean, isn't I, it fifteen I times your strength score? Is it fi- 15, fifteen? I believe fifteen. So fifteen times seventeen, two hundred fifty-five. Yeah. Yeah, I I would say so. The question is: Is can the let's look up hemp rope? Because I bet there's some it's kind. It's pretty of, strong. I bet there's some. Got to be strong. Of, yeah. Oh, there's I mean, no. If I yeah, if I can't hold it, that's I could probably I'd probably just lie it down in the snow and then step on it or lie on it. Yeah, as long as you can anchor, you don't need to do the lifting. Yeah, exactly. I, I think have that's the point. The upper um, body strength. So Nas kind of kind of uh, uh, perks up and says, that Therkin, do you have any any spells, any magic that might help create some kind of anchor? I I, I don't know the what what you have prepared, but would any of them be any of any particular help here? Uh, not 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 really. More of my most of my magic is you know in. Uh, you're not in a, the realm of yeah, you're not a utility caster. <laughs> in, in the realm of, what is it? A uh, wizard? Self defense. Yeah. Um. So let's think. Hmm, how am I gonna resolve this? Do we need to do physics? Like, how much force can she put it's on the not, rope? Uh, I, I mean, I think, the, I think the best option is for Therkin to hold it. I don't think stepping on it would be would be very helpful. Because mm-hmm. that's inevitably, you're going to jerk, and then Therkin's going to fall over. Um, mm. and, and then I'll break my other leg. Uh, then you'll break All right. I, I I guess I can try holding it, but like... At a distance, so the brunt of the weight is on the rock at the top of the crevice. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what you're doing, is making a, using, like, a kind of makeshift pulley by, you know, kind of anchoring it around the corner. Um, You are the tree. Be the tree. Yes, be the tree. Um, I would say that, like, there's probably some kind of out rock nearby that, like, while too big to like loop the rope around, you can kind of brace yourself against to make the physics of this. Alright, I like that. Yeah. yeah that, so, that. um Alright. Uh, I think I got the rope secured up here now. Um try to can, can, can you pull yourself up? So I'll do my best. Yeah, make an athletics check for me there, buff boy. Beefcake powers activate. Oh, oh, that's gonna do it. Oh, beautiful. That's gonna do it. Yeah. Beefcake so powers activate. <laughs> you you kind of... The, the rope begins to pull you up. And for a brief moment, you accidentally put weight on your leg. And oh. just the shooting pain floods your body with adrenaline. And Therkin, holding onto this rope is very difficult. It's cold. It's, you know, the rope is kind of slippery. Um, but... With a with a roar, Chilpak crests the uh, the, the crevice um, and uh, lands at and the I top. And I just collapse of it. in pain. Yeah. yeah, no, you're still not feeling great there, buddy. Ugh. Ow. Yeah. Um, oof! Ouch! Owie! His bones. <laughs> um. So, what is the plan from here? You've got one. One not so strong, uh, strong girl and one broken leg boy. 
<laughs> what else do you need? I... I can't exactly, uh, walk. Yeah, and... I don't think those are the kinds of wounds that will heal overnight, either. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can uh, I, like, attempt to, like, to make, like, a splint or something for my leg to at least get it in the right... Um, pointing in the right direction? Do you have supplies that would be conducive for that? I no. mean... <laughs> it'd be very bare-bones. Okay, I know how I'm gonna attempt to at least temporarily fix my leg. Okay. Uh, I've got torches. I've got that crag cat skin from session one when I skinned the crag cat. And I've got rope, so I'm gonna like position... I'm assuming my leg is like broken on the lower half, like below the knee. Mm-hmm. Or is it like the knee is bending the wrong way? Which which one is it? Is it like a is it oh. like a bone is broken or the knee is bending the oh, wrong way? Oh, it's um uh your your uh oh god. Cat whatever bone is in the calf, is that the femur? No, that's, that's the, the, the calf, calf is the tibia, tibia. tibia. Your tibia yeah. your tibia is broken. Cool, awesome. So a bit easier to deal with. Yes, a broken femur is a bit trickier and would require a lot more immobilization from me. Yes, indeed. Um, so I've, I've got two torches, so I'm going to line, like, one up on either side of my leg and, like, force my leg into the correct shape. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to wrap it in the, the crag cat skin and then t secure that in place with the rope. Mm -hmm. So that it's, like, you know, very makeshift splint. All right. And I am proficient in medicine, so I think Chilpak would think about that. Yeah, um... I don't think I'm necessarily gonna make... Uh, actually, do a... Give me a medicine check. I want to see how well this functions. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 19. So I will, I will have you be then that you are, you know... You can walk on your own. It's painful, and, like, it's better if you yeah. have support. And I would say yes. relatively short... I'm gonna be leaning on Therkin yeah. anyway. Um... But, uh, you can, you can walk is the point. You are not like, yeah. you don't have to keep your leg elevated. It's not, you know, as mm -hmm. dire. Um, mm -hmm. so, uh, what is the, your plan? What is the, what is the kind of game plan? I will say here, let me, this is the time in the session where I pull up the big map. I don't know if I've told you, Eric, but I bought, or I, I sent it to the group, but I bought a big map mm -hmm. and I have it yeah. right here. So it's very yeah. convenient of me to just look <laughs> up into the right, and there's the Icewind Dale, and I can just like visually reference where everything is. But for you two, we have this map, um, where in this black circle is where y'all were when mm -hmm. the fucky wucky happened. Uh, so <laughs> the fucky wucky, the oopsie doopsie. Uh, so what is your plan? What's your what's your kind of game plan? Again, you are in this like all-encompassing blizzard. Um, Visibility is like ten feet. It's pretty gnarly going out here. Uh, I assume we can't tell which way is north. Uh, you can't tell which way is anything. You right. you might as well be in the underdark right now. Like right. it's just not 
happening. So. Um. Oh, my, my strategy before. I knew it was to just pick a direction and walk, but, um. I don't. I mean, uh, I think you're super up to walking. Yeah, but, considering I mean, my leg. I'll get out of here eventually, but maybe the storm will die it, down. Should we, like, find shelter and try to wait it out? Hey. Not that think... that'll be any easier than whatever, because we might miss it all, because can't see. Yeah, well... I mean, out here, <laughs> there isn't much in terms of vegetation, but mm-hmm. um, I can still certainly try. Uh, for 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 what it's worth, uh, I I did a small amount of research on uh, survival tips uh, for out here, so I, I I may be able to to provide some some assistance in guiding you to. To a likely location of a, a cave or some other kind of shelter, because yes, it, it would be very poor, a very poor idea indeed to stay in this blizzard, especially considering it may have some kind of magical or, or supernatural component. Um, and uh, so, whoever would like to make a survival check can do so, uh, and Nos will give you advantage on that. I don't know which. I've one. got a plus one. <laughs> Um, I think I have more than a plus one. Uh, cool. I have a plus three. Hooray! Nice. Uh, how, oh, wait. Oop. That rolled too many. Um, <laughs> That's too much, man. Alright. Uh, That's an eight. <laughs> um, yeah. Chillpuck, I need you to roll a constitution saving throw for me, please. Oh, boy. Saving throw. Okay. All right. Not 22. Bad. So, after uh, a decent bit of wandering, um, uh, Chilpok, with you, you kind of, you know, although you are out in a storm for a while, few hours at least, you are able to kind of stave off <laughs> the, the, the draining effects of this blizzard and are not uh, saddled with exhaustion. Um, and though it takes you a pretty considerable mm-hmm. amount of time, you eventually find a small cave. Not a glamorous, not a great cave, but a small hole in the, uh, in the mountainside. Um, and, uh, what do you do once you, once you get in there? I think we make a fire. Uh, there does not seem to be much wood nearby, and the blizzard is still pretty thick. That's a good point. So I don't know if you have any any family heirlooms you want to burn in this time of crisis, but... <laughs> well, you got a staff. <laughs> I've got seven oh, more Lord. torches. I mean, I guess that works. I guess all the torches is a fucking... You know, uh... It's a piece Portable of wood fire. dipped in some kind of flammable liquid, so I suppose if you stack them up, it will create a fire. Let's say you spend three torches making yeah. a fire. <laughs> cool. It's not a great fire. It's just a a, a, a piddly little thing, but it uh, it does it does provide you some manner of warmth. 
And uh, shortly thereafter, actually, the blizzard begins to thin, uh, allowing you to see small patches of the sky. Uh, and it, it's still there, it's still snowing, uh, but you can identify that you have, have kind of found a cave on the side of one of the, the northernmost spine of the world mountains. So, uh, you went a little bit to the, uh, the kind of, the, the southeast. And what do you two, do you two do as, uh, as this is, this is fading? Any, any conversation, any, are you just re resting? What's the, what's the sitch? I don't think I would start a conversation. Neither would I, honestly. I, um, I'm still focused on processing everything that's happened. Uh, you know, the, the flashback in particular, or the, the dream nightmare in particular. Okay. And, and piecing together that you know, this supernaturally strong blizzard is, of course, Oriel's doing. Naturally. And there's there's uh, and some anger um, mm -hmm. at her. This I, I don't I don't share it I I just I feel it. Okay. Um. Shortly thereafter, uh, you hear footsteps beginning to approach the cave, and uh, Therkin, uh, as you are the the mobile one, you can see a large humanoid silhouette beginning to approach. Okay. I, um, I have, um, I raise my staff, um, I keep it at the ready, um, in case this person, um, becomes hostile, um, and I... Don't say anything. Okay. Uh, as the uh, the humanoid approaches, it is kind of silhouetted, or um, at last, as it as it reaches the uh, the mouth of the cave, it is illuminated by a uh, by your your small fire, and you see a a very odd sight. A it looks kind of like a polar bear but is standing on hind legs and has many, like, more humanoid features and is dressed in some some other uh, kind of tanned leather garb um, and has a pair of, of kind of handmade goggles on. And uh, as, uh, as she sees your kind of raised staff, uh, she raises one paw uh, in, like, kind of a I-mean-no-harm gesture. And you two can see that under her other or their other arm is an enormous crag cat that looks to have uh, been pretty messily killed 
mean no harm. Looking for a place to sleep. Um, I lower my staff and I um, say to uh, I say to them Hi, um, what's your name? Oh, I am Oya Minartok. Uh, it is. And you see a smile uh, creep across their face. You are more of Furpit's friends, correct? Yeah. Yes. Um... <laughs> Friend might be a bit strong, but yes. Uh, um, yeah, of, of, of course. The spirits conspire towards serendipity this night. I have just come some hours ago from an encounter with the others. The ragged men and the uh, uh, the, the half-elf. I believe Bryn was his name. Yes. Um, yeah, they're, they're our friends too. Um, and and they they kind of yeah. If you need yeah. if you need shelter, uh, you know, feel free to stay here for the night. Um, obviously. And uh, they they kind of gesture towards the the small fire. It seems you may need me more than I need you. <laughs> and within about f- yeah, fire is not entirely within, my thing. Yeah, within about five <laughs> minutes, this this small fire is a raging blaze, uh, and Oya is in the process of skinning the crag cat, and uh, they gesture to the the cast on your leg, Chilpak. I see you are a fellow hunter. I don't know if I'd go go that far. Well, killing a beast of the of this magnitude is no small feat, especially for one of your size. <laughs> and it's it's worth mentioning that Oya is like seven and a half feet tall. Like they are right, right. big. Yeah. Oh, taller yeah. Than me. oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that a short joke <laughs> um yeah oh it's a hundred <laughs> and they they kind of uh give a, a wry laugh uh it is all right there are few who can match my magnitude uh, <laughs> i give a small chuckle how does the dale fare you this is the well, one may say more of its true nature. The town's a a nice coat of paint over the harshness. I mean, I've clearly been better. <laughs> I can see this. But you and uh, she, uh, they turn their head to you for a bit. Not for a bit, Therkin. You are more <laughs> of this place, no? I I would be more uh, comfortable in these weather conditions. I'm more comfortable in these weather conditions than than others. But um, and I but no, I I did not come 
I did not grow this up here. This is not what I mean. To be of a place is not to be born there. It is to have its energy. Many of the people who live in the towns were born in the Dale, but they are not of the Dale. They have cordoned themselves off. Made themselves other in a land they call home. And many who have never visited, this is where they are belonging. But I welcome them all the same. And with a with a mighty thunk, she slices the uh, the crag cat's head off in one one fell uh, machete stroke. Hot. I love her. Them. I love them so much. They've got good vibes. You are anxious to return uh, to the warmth, the towns. <laughs> yes. Ah. <sighs> You, and she, she kind of looks at Chalpak, your energy is more curious. There are not many people like you, are there? Can't say I've met <laughs> another. I know this feeling, believe me. <laughs> and she kind of, uh, they kind of gesture the whole, you know, Half polar bear mm-hmm. thing they uh, they have going on. <laughs> it is important to appreciate this rather than fight it. Though this is a project that has taken me. Well, I began it when your grandparents were young, and I it is, it is still in progress. <laughs> And uh, as you are talking, the the blizzard outside uh, seems to have have fully fully faded, uh, with a with just a few kind of scattered clouds and and, and light snow, uh, and uh, the m- brilliant colors of the aurora are beginning to to paint their way across the sky outside. And Oya says. Uh, the Dale can be harsh, but she can be beautiful. This is what many do not understand. Both are the Dale. Cannot have one without the other. Oh. See, you know, seeing that Aurora, of course, gives me feelings. Um. And I look, and I look, you know, kind of visibly in a lot of emotion at the same time. And um, I say to Oya, what do you mean they cannot have one without the other. None of us is truly one thing. We are all capable of 
great pain, great negativity, and great good. The Dale kills and freezes and drains, but there is also color and beauty and life. all of those things would not mean what they do if not for the hardship. In the South, they often mistake, they they, they have the wrong idea. They live in comfort and think this is a better way of living, but I have traveled quite far in my years, and there is no place that lives quite as the Dale does. Most are just not able to see it. That aurora is not a thing of beauty. It is a reminder of what I've lost. I could have had. I am not here to tell you how to feel. Two can look at the same scene and see much different things within it. Two can look at a single decision and one can see that sounds. Two can see a single thing and one can see all the evil and other the other all the good and neither are truly right nor wrong. Though it may be dark outside, it does not mean our world is one of black and white. There is and uh, they kind of gesture to the aurora color to all things. And Tharkin is, you know, she is not digesting this at all. Um, she, you know, is, you know, not accepting this information. Um, she says, I, I'm going to stop outside for a bit. And um, she st- she stands up and very quickly, you know, almost at a run, goes outside. And Oya kind of watches uh, her go and uh, kind of reaches into her bag and begins to pull out large bags of, of powder. Uh, Chilpock and is beginning to rub them into the, the now-skinned crag cat. My friend, do you have a particular aversion to spices? No. (laughs) Good. Because if you do not put them on, the crag cat tastes terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
I give like an awkward <laughs> chuckle. Yeah, Craig Cat is not exactly a commonly eaten meat. Um, <laughs> very very gamey. Gamey. It tastes like it tastes like chicken, but like a chicken with anxiety. Um, <laughs> um, so <laughs> this is giving me very like I eat the meat from depressed depressed bears because their sadness keep, keeps my skin oh my God. tight. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Uh, actually. No, don't eat. Actually, um, Crackcat cra- tastes though. like human because they make like the human screams. Because they make like the human screams. Crackcat <laughs> oh, oh. tastes exactly like house cats do, and we all know what those taste like. <laughs> I'm not on video, but it's a look of concern right now. Um. Okay. So. Uh, we, I have one thing with Therkin and one thing with Oya and Shelpak. Um, Therkin, are you, are you ready to go first? Yeah. Fabulous. Okay. So, um, tell me what you do. You are, you have stepped outside. Like I said, it's like lightly snowing. Um, it is, you know, uh, uh, a pretty beautiful night, uh, all things considered. Especially considering the fucking ordeal you had to go through to get here. I, um, walk, I, 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 you know, still very briskly walk almost at a run as, um, far away from the cave, far enough away from the cave that I, yeah, so you, like I me. said, this cave is like kind of on the foot then, of uh, one of the mountains. So I imagine you can like make your way to like a rocky outcropping nearby. I think that's very, yeah. you know, it's a it's a nice like n- relatively, yeah. you know, it's pretty easy to come uh, to brush the snow off of it. Provides you a good place to sit, contemplate, and then just from from all of my emotions, I just collapse. And start crying. Um, I think, uh, in, in the moment, uh, Nas has no terribly helpful things to say, but does, you know, hold your hand through it. Thank you. I feel like people say it's going to be okay, but I don't feel like that would be terribly helpful in this instance. I feel like that more applies to, like, when your pet dies and not when your mom is a dragon and also... Uh, any, I'll, 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 be, I'll be quiet. up again at the sky at the aurora and uh, 
I um, say, Mother, Oh, you. Can't hear me, or too far away. Really need you right now. And then, you know, an idea forms in my head. And I take out my father's singing bowl and as the tone from the bowl materializes from a scrape into a hum I start singing in broken draconic and I'm more singing out of you know, comfort for myself than anything note of this song echoes across the frozen tundra uh, before you have time to kind of break into anything else there is a moment of of pure silence then you feel a chill 
run down your spine and you know she is here. You can see her in your peripheral vision, nine feet tall, goat's feet, an owl's head, ram's horns, a cloak of snow. But unlike the last time you met, Oriel makes no move to attack you. She simply stares up at her aurora in silent contemplation. What do you do? Why have you kept my mother here? She's been away from me for 15 years. She told my family she was she's been stuck here with you I I have little interest in almost all the creations of mortals But I must say, what you have done with your music is one thing I can truly treasure, an expression of life and emotion against the unrelenting maw of the universe and entropy. I have debated since our last meeting debated on what to do about you your mother does nothing against her will She is my closest ally, my truest confidant, and my project. And I know that you will introduce risk. I am unused to feeling doubt. It does not suit me. And yet I struggled. There's much you don't understand, much that I now do. I have looked through the flows of time And I see all clearly now. But it is not my story to explain. Not now. And then she turns to look at you and the feel like being in her presence, being this close to her is 
just so deeply uncomfortable because you just are acutely aware yeah. of how fucking powerful this person is. But with yeah. no, there's absolutely no malice, no, no, you know, anger, nothing of the, the kind of rage that she approached you with last time. She does thing against her will. Uh, I'm that that's the part that I'm I'm processing that Tharkin is processing and um... as I as I said girl there are many sides to this you do not understand But now is not the time. Do you wish to see her? Yes. It's been far too long. I need to see her. And I will show my care for her by allowing this. I ask for one thing in return. Five minutes of your time. I agree. And you feel a, a cold burn on your hand, like you've just grabbed like a, like a piece of ice. <laughs> And a white uh, symbol of a reel, the diamond with a, a snowflake in the middle, appears for the briefest moment before uh, fading from view. In ten days, at the summit of Kelvin's Cairn, come alone. And then she's gone. And uh, in that moment, as she is as she is disappeared, you hear uh, Nasi Therkin, Therkin. Are you? Uh, you just kind of stared into space for a few minutes. Are you? Are, that was that was really that was really beautiful. Are you? Are you okay? No. I. She, she, she told me that, that my mother is freely doing this, freely letting her do this to the towns, helping her. What? When did she? Are, when did she tell you this? Just, now, I've I've been here the whole time. Uh, and as you're as you're freaking out about this, we will move towards uh, the uh, the cave uh, where you uh, Chelpak can hear this singing. Uh, it's mm -hmm. not in the language you 
understand, I think. Do you speak Draconic? I think I, sp- I, gotcha. I speak Draconic. So you dr- understand draconic. it. Uh, it is broken. It is It is not pretty. Um, mm-hmm. But you understand <laughs> it. I probably speak it better than the rest. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, as you're, you're listening to it, um, Oya says, You... You have a troubled look about you, my friend. Oh? I do not know you well enough to know if this is how you are looking at all times, but... Are you... All right. It's complicated. <laughs> A heavy word that one is. <laughs> Though I have never known it. Maybe far in my youth where my memory is softer but there is little complicated about my life in these days must be nice it is something that takes work it does not happen naturally it requires openness trust hope in the good of the world and those who live in it I just nod quietly I am sorry you are carrying such pain No matter your circumstance. It is good to... Be honest. When you cannot carry your burden. Be honest with yourself. When you cannot carry the burden. Alone. You can allow it to crush you, or you can trust that others will lighten your load. And, uh, uh, sorry, please. I give like a half-hearted chuckle at that. Where is the humor? Everywhere. (laughs) 
And uh, with that, she hands you a roasted crag cat leg, and it indeed does taste. It indeed oh does boy. taste like chicken. Okay, would I know what chicken tastes like though? Yes, there are chickens everywhere. There's a okay. It's a fantasy. What do you think people eat? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you I don't know, know what chicken tastes like. One of the three, like one of the three most common animals eaten throughout <laughs> history, at least in in you know Europe. Do I know what chicken tastes like? Yeah. Well, I mean, we we had you know there were goats. Yeah. There were probably chickens There's as well. Just fucking farm animals. I don't know, man. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Chillpot, do you eat? <laughs> That's uh, more what I was getting yes, at. You have, fr- you have tasted chicken at some point. Okay. Um, and it's definitely a reluctant eating of this crag cat, because I'm feeling put <laughs> on the spot. Yeah, she... Uh, uh, Oya is very much a, like... You know... Uh, Oya is is not personable in a very different way than you and Therkin are. Just like in, <laughs> in the like absolutely blind to vibes kind of kind of thing, or like getting <laughs> vibes but in a very spiritual sense. Um. Right. Yes. So, Therkin, um, do you return to the cave? What's what's going on with you? I am. Ah, that gave me a lot to process. (laughs) Yeah. Just just in case you, uh, because I know you two will both appreciate it, uh, and that that's what happens when you cry to the gods, you know. (laughs) Is the is the prophecy the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. I'm very clever. <laughs> yes. Um, I think I spend another hour or so being in silence outside before eventually coming back into the cave. Okay. And while I'm outside, I... I, um... talk to Nas and say... Well... I guess... Ariel must have... In the visions that only I could see her, um, but she she told me I'd see my mother in ten days' time at the top of Kelvin's Cairn. And a lot of other stuff that I didn't really listen to because I was so emotion. Yeah, I mean, that um, very much makes sense. Really. Um, 
And I decided to go through with it. I mean, not not to not to doubt you or anything, but do you think that's do you think that's safe? No. But if she wanted to kill me, she could have killed me right now. I mean, that's fair. I suppose I. You didn't happen to ask her about this blizzard, did you? That would have been. I, I, I'm guessing not considering all of the other things going on. Yeah, I... Uh, I... Sorry, I had no, other I mean, things I, on I, my I, mind. I, 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 not, uh, not, my, not my main... Uh, it wouldn't have been my concern either. Um... gonna what are you gonna say to your your mother i mean if your mother is working with a real not that we really know what a real's trying to do here if there's i mean it sounds like there's some kind of end game or purpose to all of this but if your mother's agreeing with her what's your plan are you gonna <laughs> I, I i i can follow behind a lot of your decisions, but I, I think I might have to draw the line at you deciding to work with O'Reel, personally. I'm not going to work with her. I don't even know what I'm going to say to my mother. I just need to see her. She's the only family I've got left. And yeah, that's that's kind of where I Okay. And um meanwhile, Chilpok, uh, as you are are kind of closing your eyes and resting. Um all of a sudden you feel uh sharp pins and needles up and down your leg. Oh boy. And then you see black crackles of energy radiating up and down it. Then your leg spasms. There's a sharp cracking sound, a burst of pain. When the stars fade from your vision, you find your leg in one piece. You test some weight on it and find it feeling good as new. And Oya is, like, half, like, chewing on a leg. Just kind of... (laughs) This particular thing I do not have advice for. Never happened before? I, like, poke at it. It's fine. It looks good as new. Despite what may be assumed, my knowledge of the magic is not as developed. 
so. I suppose my only recourse would be to repeat my prior advice. And I have been told that repeating myself risks me sounding preachy, I believe is the word that is used. So I will maintain my silence. And they stand up and kind of stretch. I am hoping we will see each other again, Chilpak. You are an interesting person. Thanks. And as an interesting person, it is important that we be friends. I'd like that. And uh, they have a give off a, a bit of a crooked smile and lumber out of the cave. Uh, leaving uh, the, the half-cooked crag cat behind. Or the half-a-cooked crag cat. <laughs> I love I love them. They honestly are a big mood. And shortly thereafter, uh, Therkin returns. I very wordlessly um, walk in. Lie down by the fire and try to get some rest. Okay. And I'm assuming you say you say nothing there, uh, Chilpok? Yeah, I probably am still, like, baffled by my leg, but don't say anything about it. And I would imagine that Therakin may even be just, like, too fucking zonked out to even think about it that much. Not so much zonked out as... That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, emotions. Therakin is a bit... Not so much zonked as zooted. Yes, indeed. Um, and as you two are lay, uh, as, um, the only thing that really, uh, comes up during the night is the, uh, two of you are awakened, uh, a few hours later by the sound of a, a loud wolf's howl. Um, not very close, but echoing across the plains. Tundra. I meant to say Tundra. Uh, uh, stay quiet. Good idea. And I would like to creep toward the mouth of the cave. Um... Looking out onto the, the tundra as best you can, there's a full moon, so you have a decent amount of visibility. You cannot see what might have made that sound. Um, it, mm. it, from the sounds of it, it was quite far away. Okay. I can't see anything. But stay alert, I guess. And I'll, like, walk back into the cave. Alright. Uh, the next day, um, y'all, uh, with, with the, the, you know, sky a lot clearer, 
a lot easier to navigate. You uh, pretty easily find your way north and begin walking back towards civilization. You quickly run into this this large forest that is to the north of the uh, the mountain you were uh, at the the foot of. Um, it's not particularly thick, you know, not as thick as the the woods around Goodmead or Lonelywood. Uh, but is it definitely provides some shelter from the whistling winds that uh, course over the tundra. Um, so, I want you to, as you walk, to make me some perception checks, please. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I perceive 11. I perceive six. So, uh, is there anything in particular that y'all are doing as you as you walk? No, nothing. <laughs> you know, I I would say at this point, I would say at this point the the two of you have been relatively quiet with one mm-hmm. another for most of that time. I don't know how that feels. I don't know if there's like an awkward energy. I, I it definitely feels very awkward. I don't um, think Chopak feels that. Gotcha. I think he's just like ah yes, silence, the natural order of things. <laughs> the equilibrium of yeah. the world. Yeah, that I mean that makes a lot of sense. So, um, as you walk through uh, the the woods, you're beginning to see a lot of of woodland creatures, you know, reindeer, squirrels, rabbits, and all of them, like, very quickly uh, run away from you, save for a few reindeer who kind of seem very comfortable grazing nearby. One of them has one of those pairs of glow-in-the-dark antlers uh, that you... uh, that you um, saw uh, before while you were heading to Kelvin's Cairn. Um, uh, you uh, enter a, a snowy clearing with a small ridge in front of it. And as you do, uh, your poor uh, stealth rolls, or your poor uh, perception rolls come Woo. into play. As you have completely missed the creature bounding out of the woods. Um, Though it it was pretty easily camouflaged by its white fur, uh, it is now unmissable, as it is a about four-foot-tall wolf. Fucking giant. About the size of a... about the size of a a pony, uh, with teeth the size of knives. It keeps a good distance from you, circling you with fangs bared. As it does, one of the reindeer you've seen bounds up atop a nearby ridge, raising its antlers before dissolving in a cloud of snow. Left behind is a humanoid, dressed in a snow-covered fur cloak. They wear a mask made from a deer's skull, and wield two sickles made from shark. Oh. (laughs) Um... And, uh, as, uh, as, as this happened, uh, the, uh, 
uh, cloaked figure says this has been a long time coming chill park Tharkin. People of the Ten Towns whisper those names like you're some kind of saviors, but you're nothing but butchers. Sorry, have we met? No, we have not. I've not had the displeasure of it. Not directly, anyway. But I know you. Killed my family. Ravison. Sefik. We're murdering people. Could never under I could never expect you to understand. They had lost their way, yes, but they were acting righteously. The Frost Maiden gives so much, and yet so many in these towns do not appreciate her gifts. But we do. Her children do. And you murdered them! Both, and she raises a, a sickle, died by your blade. Chilpak. And they've turned you into a bloody hero for it. Oh, that's a big boy. It's a big boy, like I said. Wait, did I get the killing blow on Sethic also? <laughs> You did. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. You. And she, uh, raises a, a sickle at Therkin. You have done us harm, too. But you are not my quarry today. The Frost Maiden's children have sentenced you to death, Chilpak, and you, Thakin, you may step aside. What do you do? Uh... <laughs> Why are you giving me moral dilemmas? Ah! <laughs> What's that's the, the dilemma? Point? Save me! That, that's, a, that's the <laughs> secret spice, baby. I... It was too much for Kona. I step aside. <gasps> How could you? Okay. I'm definitely pulling out... Would I have an idea if he would resist the cold damage? Um, make a nature check. <laughs> Just so that in... You would not. Okay. In, in, <laughs> in isolation, I'm pulling out <laughs> is means a big different thing. So I will pull out <laughs> Summer's Bane. Which is probably a kind Very of a, a, a stab in the yeah. throat. It's a, a touchy subject. Yeah. yeah um, the uh, the uh, Frost Maiden's Child lets out an angered roar and uh give me some initiative oh rolls, my baby. god are you just gonna let me die uh you still have a uh still roll uh initiative therkin i'm still gonna give you 
uh, around in combat in case you decide to do things. Okay. God. Betrayal! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> also, uh, we have yeah. long rested, yes? I don't know. Oh okay. yes, you have you have long okay. rested, yeah. Don't still have that 13 bludgeoning damage going on. Uh, oh my god, okay. Where did that- there we go. Betrayal. Plot twist. Um, yes, uh, so Big Wolf is up first, uh, and is going to bound at you with an angered roar. And is gonna bite. Uh, and that is gonna hit yep. for, uh, 12 piercing damage. And you need to- nope, didn't mean to get do that. Is going to hit you with a strength save. Uh, oh yeah. And that six, I'm familiar with that uh, The first minion child is up and is going to... Oh man. She's just going to watch her now because mainly because she has no spells that are not massive AOEs <laughs> and would hurt her baby. So, Chillpock, you're up. Yeah, okay, I'm going to get big. As, big time. As is the brand. She's big time. Let me give Here. those. Yeah, um, you, so if you're at the size you are, you're supposed to be in the middle of three hexagons. If you hold control while you move your guy, you can do that. All right, get him. It didn't seem to be doing anything, but okay. Ah, oh, gotcha. Okay, yes. Okay, I see. Um, and now that I am big, I am going to start swinging at the wolf. Ooh. All right. We love. Fuck him up. Don't love that. <laughs> Your uh, blade slashes at uh, tear, but appears to have absolutely no effect. Great. We love. Are you going to let love me swap out my swords? Okay. Then I will. So you, you like with a huff, toss aside Summer's Bane yeah. and grab your other great sword. And I'd like, like, you barely had time to process the fact that Therkin's just fucking left. And right. No time to think about that. Um, as you as you go back at this giant wolf, though now it's more of a U-sized wolf. Yes. So then, with my other sword, that also hits. That'll hit. Yep. And then we'll get that damage in there. Yep. Yes. The the blade slices through the wolf's fur, scattering blood. And then that's it. And, yep. Thurkin, anything? Nothing. Oh, can't believe this. Tear is up and is going to, in response to that, um, breathe his uh, frost breath. Ah! Uh, which is going to hit for 13 cold damage. Ow. As the, uh, the cold breath of the wolf washes over you. And... Up next is you, Chilpak. <gasps> we swing in again. We love to see that. Also, I need to hang on. 
Put that back on. Okay. Yep. And then do some more damage. All right. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, fuck them up. It's not even yeah. heavy yet. Jesus Christ. It's a chunky boy. A chunky boy. Keep swinging, because, you know, that's what I do. Also very nice. All right. There you go. Yeah, so you are, are locked in pitched combat with this wolf, getting two good mm-hmm. sword swings in. Um, and, Therkin, you uh, see the um, the Frostmane's child grabbing uh, her ice sickles with rage as this happens. Anything? Nope. I cannot believe... Uh, and the wolf's uh, cold breath is recharged, so it is going to use that again. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. That's I'm not, not a Dexy boy. Yeah, that is precisely why the wolf keeps using frost breath on you. <laughs> um, as it washes over you, you can feel your limbs begin to seize up. Uh, and you are up. Okay. I'm just doing math in my brain right now. Okay. I mean, we're swinging again. Get that good hack and slash action. Ah, rude. That's not great. Let's go again. Much better. It would have been nice if it was a 20, but... Would have been really nice if it was a 20. Okay, yeah. Uh, I... Mm Mm-hmm would like to use my second wind to heal myself up a bit also. That sounds not bad for you in this circumstance. Okay. Let's go. Eight hit points. <sighs> Therkin? Please. Vibin? Nothing. Uh. Alright. It's cold breath did not recharge. Thank god. Now it gets to bite. <laughs> it misses. Um, as its teeth clamp around your sword uh, and you kind of wrestle it and eventually rip it out of its grip Um, and uh, seeing her beast uh, severely wounded the frostmaiden's child is going to give a shriek and leap into the fray Uh... swinging uh, her icicles Uh, icicles. <laughs> uh, dealing 12 uh, slashing and cold damage. Great. You're up. Awesome. Um, I'm really hoping for a powerful turn right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you do have action surge. Yeah, I know. That's where the power is going to come from. Ah, uh, okay. But I'm hoping each individual action is powerful in and of yeah, itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm going to start by swinging at the wolf. Uh-huh. That's a nice hit. Did I give myself the damage again? No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, very fiddly here. Okay. So then that's at the wolf. Okay, and then I swing at the wolf again. Okay. Because I want to kill the wolf before I start engaging with other dude. That's probably for the best. 
God damn it. Mm. Now that I will doesn't action look surge. like killing the wolf. Yeah, so you are you are surrounded on both sides, you know, parrying blows as best you can. Yeah. And you just feel the adrenaline surge to you. Action surge. Let's go. Don't miss. Come back on. At the wolf. Back at the wolf. 20. I'll take it. That's not a 20, but it does hit. <laughs> and... For, for that damage. Yeah, Thank so God. you slam your sword through the wolf's head into the ground, pull it out, and then turn around. And swing at the Frost Maiden's child. Yes. God, God damn, damn it. it. <laughs> uh, as she catches your blade, I will enjoy this immensely. Therkin? Bottom text. What Bottom the text. fuck? <laughs> um, that what the fuck was said in character. I'm sure. Uh, and the Frostbane's child is going to now back up, so if you'd like it to take an oppo. I would love to take an oppo. I would like nothing more. Oh, you motherfucker. Not what? you. Oh. So, uh, to 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 yeah. So you slam your sword into her as she runs, um, and to to give you a little window behind the magic. Most of Fantasy Grounds runs off a text parser, uh-huh. which like literally is just code that looks at text and then does thing based on text, mm-hmm. which, as you can imagine, is extremely fiddly. Yes. So, for instance, if you have the way. Fantasy Grounds knows that like a block is has to do with spellcasting is because the block says spellcasting. Mm-hmm. And if you're a druid and your block says spellcasting in humanoid form, Fantasy Grounds doesn't know how to handle that, and so it freaks out. Oh. And in this case, doesn't populate any of your uh, spell save DCs, so I need to calculate that in my head. Ah. Which is not what Fantasy Grounds is supposed to do. And I had the same problem with Ravison, but I solved it. Um, but uh, I didn't solve it for, like, the generic Frost Druid, which is Right, a all these lads that I have killed, apparently. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. And, um, the, uh, Frost Druid, Frostman's Child, clangs her icicles together and cries, Oriel, smite this evildoer, and points it down, and... Oh boy. A hail of rock-hard ice pounds to the ground in a 20-foot radius, 40-foot-high cylinder centered on a point within range. Uh, and you are going to need to make a dex save. Uh, just make it, please, and I will tell you if you succeed. Why did I dump dex? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess that's a no. No, that 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 that's a no. Is is it, it, no. <laughs> Cries. Oh, cries. Uh, I just see, see the dice. You can see the I amount see, like, of dice. I see, like, shadows. <laughs> you can see, uh, yes, yeah, so that is 2d8 bludgeoning damage and 4d6 cold damage. So you resist three of the bludgeoning damage, and right. it's a pretty crappy roll. So you take Good. 17 bludgeoning, or, thir- sorry, 14 bludgeoning and cold damage, which I will add. I think that so puts me at 53? 53, yeah. yes. So okay. you are... <laughs> like tottering you're not doing hot uh, i am 
It's the Yuming, though. Yeah, uh, understandable. Because I am running on fumes. Aha! You could, but why would you? Uh, you're up. Because <laughs> I love a pun, that's why. Yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, how high is that ledge thing? Five feet. Okay. It's it's not, it's not, you're not climbing it. It's like a slope. You can hit her. Is yes. My, is my point. I would oh, like to run. Is it, is it the time for the... Is it fire rune time? It is absolutely fire rune time. I am feeling some type of way for many reasons. Anyway, please hit. Thank you. Okay, fuck her up. So that's the, the regular damage. And then... This is the fire damage. Ooh, yeah, she not having a good time with that one. And then you make the saves at the ends of your turn, I believe. Uh, she makes it Wait. first now to see if she's restrained right. at all. Right. So that's a strength save. Yes. Yes, so nice. flaming chains wrap up the Frost Maiden's child as she screams in agony, uh, landing on the ground, restrained. Um, and unless Therkin does anything... Which I will not. It's, uh, her turn, so she's gonna take 11 more fire damage, rolling around, burning, not having a fun. How not having dare. a fun. And, um, she... No, you need to make her make uh, another strength save. She's making this yeah. at the end of her turn. Okay. Nope. Oh, Fuck we her. love. Yeah. <gasps> so you are standing over this, like, person wrapped up in these flaming chains the furs around her are burning she is not having fun um what do you do what do you think i do i mean that's fair oh is she yeah. prone oh no it's because she's restrained it's because she's restrained which i mean also means she's prone i guess like she could be standing it point is it doesn't matter right uh give myself the extra damage roll that Damage. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And now again. Do it again. Thank God they're. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going like full barbarian mode now. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. How do you <gasps> do this? We will not stop. We will have our revenge against you. I just maidens. Yeah. So fury in my up. eyes stab yeah. through the chest into the ground. Yep. And as you do, she is like on fire and the mask cracks, uh, revealing her uh you kind of only recognize her in passing as uh the one of the the uh the Triton bartender from East Haven. Oh the one who had a, a shrine to a reel in her bar. Um and yeah, you are just kind of left Staggering back, heavily bleeding, feeling upset, and I'm just gonna let you take it from here. I whip around and I'm just like, what the fuck? At Therkin. She wanted no quarrel with me. And so you just... <sighs> do nothing? Just let me die? Like what you did to Nas? And you sold Ooh, her out to Belize? Uh, and I, I would like to mention 
that um, during this, Nas is just kind of like, oh, oh, shit. Like, very nervous about this whole situation, uh, but then goes deathly set. Like, sorry, let me explain that better. She was going like that during the fight. Now she is deathly silent. Yeah. When you say that, I just immediately, like... Like, immediately pacify. And I would, like, willingly shrink and just, like, sit on the ground. It was... Make him say he did it. I, I want to hear it, it from him. I raise my staff. And, and say... Tell me what you did. And I, 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 I'm, I'm envisioning this like I have... Like my the equivalent of you know Chilpa so Chilpak is very wounded my staff is at his throat I am also picturing it this way this yeah. is a very appropriate and I'm just sitting there not trying to resist also I I told Valine where Nass was. Why? She... Valine, she, uh... knew things about about me and I was afraid if I if I didn't tell her she'd tell tell people about 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 me and I'm like crying And, you know, she, she, she promised me she wouldn't kill Nass, but then after, after I told her where she was, she, she said she was going to have to. And my face is, you know, turning from pure anger to visibly conflicted. I just sit there crying and don't say anything else. After a, an uncomfortably 
long time. I lower the staff and I say, do not ever speak to me again. And uh, that's where I leave it. And uh, and I, yeah, as you say that, uh, Nas just says, "No, Therkin." Yes. If you ever cared about me, kill him. Th there can he? F I I cast lightning bolt on Shilpak. Ooh, Ooh shit! Oh Nelly! Do you even need to roll damage for that? I mean, you can dot roll a deck save. I mean, unless Chilpak is just kind of sitting there. I'm just oh, kind of no. sitting there. I, I like it to the point where I would say I would probably intentionally fail that. Fair enough. Oh, Nelly, yeah. 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 That'll do it. I only had 10 hit points left. Yeah. And All ones and two twos would kill me. Yeah, so Chilpak has just kind of left this, you know, staticky corpse, or not corpse, unconscious on the ground. And you just hear Nas fucking sobbing in your head. What do you do? I... I cast another lightning bolt on Shulk. Oh, oh, shit! <laughs> oh, Nelly! <laughs> uh, roll up... Wait, no. You literally couldn't do enough damage to instantly kill him. Oh, um, no. No. Yeah, another lightning bolt oh blasts Chilpak, uh, sending... I, I have a feeling that I don't need to take a, a, make him make a deck save for this. No, he's an unconscious body. Unconscious <laughs> bodies can't make deck saves. You don't need to make him make a death save either, um, or, or, or roll up damage. Chilpak just instantly takes two death saves. Um, yep. shit. Oh my god. This isn't how I expected to go out. Uh, <laughs> I'm not surprised, but it's not what I expected. And then what do you do? And then I hit Chilpok with my breath weapon. Oof. Nelly. Rip me. Yeah, that bitch dead. That's just a hundred percent. Yeah, so you open your mouth and cold air freezes every inch of Chilpak's skin, uh, leaving him the same color as the, uh, the snow underneath him. I... I then collapse. And I'm... I... I, I am just, you know, Tharkin is having a lot of emotions. Um, 
Yeah. Um, you, I mean, again, Nas is just fucking sobbing in your head. And I say to her, I'm sorry, I hesitated. And then you feel the sensation of a pair of arms around you as Nas hugs you. And that's where we're going to leave it.